Welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast, where two lifelong horror fans talk all things horror. Pour yourself your favorite drink and hang out. Here are your hosts, Josh and Jake. Hey guys, welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And on today's exciting episode, what are we going to be discussing? We are covering 1983's Sleepaway Camp, directed by Robert Hiltzik. You won't be coming home. Yeah. Is the tagline from this one. Uh, This is another in our uh, very many classic 80 slashers, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So I'm excited for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you everyone, for uh, being excited about this as well. Uh, before we get into this episode, what would we like to let anyone new to our podcast know? As always, like and subscribe on YouTube. Yes, pretty please. You can also find us on Spotify. We're on there. We're on Apple, mm-hmm. as well as Google. We're there. Also find us on Instagram, mm-hmm. J Squared Horror Podcast. Link tree in the bio. New episodes. Every Thursday. (laughs) Every single Thursday, two lifelong horror fans decide to get together and talk all things horror. With this podcast, we would like to open up lines of communication amongst (laughs) everyone. Whether you like horror, whether you don't, whether you just kind of watch the main ones, whether you know all these 80s slashers. Um, We like to insert ourselves. We would like our fans to insert themselves into certain situations and let us know what they think. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. I think we are the most original podcast horror podcast out yeah. there we also bring in our own life stories you never know what you're gonna get per episode you don't. so it is exciting we have a lot of fun doing it uh what i'd also like to mention with the link tree on our instagram are two other links on there you can find www.jsquaredhorrorpodcast.com with that you can easily communicate or try to set up an episode with us it is the easiest way if you're a producer if you're a director if you just have an idea anything like that if you are an author, anything, let us know. Hit us up, www.jsquaredhorrorpodcast.com. What you can also find on either the website or our link tree is Paranormality Magazine. Paranormality Magazine is an up-and-coming magazine that is about all things strange, unusual, and paranormal. They are a super amazing magazine company that has been super great to us. If you use code J2Horror at checkout, you will receive 10% off of any purchase through their website. You can get subscriptions. You can get single issues. You can get t-shirts. You can do anything like that. Right now, they're running a special on online digital. Uh, If you are, if you use, if you just do it this month. Do it. You get a digital year for like 10 bucks. And also, if you use the code, it's going to be less than 10 bucks. Because they're, they're running that promotion without the 10% that you would get with our code. J2Horror at checkout. What you can also do on ParanormalityMagazine.com is you can vote for us to be the number one podcast through their magazine and their website. Number one. That would be amazing for us just for reach alone. It goes to a lot of people that we might not get to see. Uh, So if if our fans go on there and vote, the highest we've gotten so far is eight, I do believe. Um, But we would like to be a lot higher than that so people will be like, oh, who are these J-Squared Horror Podcasts? We're a top five podcast. We're a top five podcast, I do believe. Um, so with that, that's everything I wanted to cover with that. So let's get into sleep away camp. Uh, um, <laughs> it is, it, it, it definitely is. I think I've said this a couple times. If you've stuck around for the podcast for a while, if you're new to the podcast, you might be hearing it for the first time, but 
Uh, it is just fucking quintessential 80s horror. <laughs> it's just slasher. It's just, it It would not be welcomed with open arms anymore. Um, and there are a plethora of trigger warnings for anybody out there that's sensitive to things. Uh, just be warned uh, about bullying and some other things that happen in this movie. Um, but it's, 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 uh, it's exactly what you expect it to be. Honestly, it's a good time. It is. It is. It's fine. I it's mean, a it's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster of, of emotes That's for <laughs> sure. Um, it, you know, I was thinking while I was watching this, I was like, all right. So like, everybody's like, oh, online bullying. Like, yeah, it's sad. It's meant dude. I gotta say, I didn't experience eighties bullying. That shit seemed brutal. Rough. Rough. A dude pulled a knife on someone else. <laughs> like straight up over a shaving cream yeah. like <laughs> joke that we've all seen. Yeah. So it's just like, dude, this movie is intense. And it starts off, I think this one starts off with the boating incident, correct? Correct. Where it's there's a family in the water. There are some teenagers on a lake. They're not paying attention. And the boat mows down a family. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny but like it's funny because it's a movie it mows down a family with one lone survivor one lone survivor which is gonna come into play for sure yeah later on in this movie um there's an aunt martha don't know what her name is but she martha. is fucking nuts weird it's like they told the lady playing her just be as weird as you can be absolutely She's, for no reason She's so over the top, and every time she <laughs> tells him she does something, she's like, that was so nice of me, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, she, she, like, she yeah, over-explains yeah. her reasoning for, like, what she's doing. Yeah. She's like, I packed you guys a lunch. That was really nice of me, wasn't it? <laughs> I signed your guys' permission slip to go to camp. Camp what? Arawak? Arawak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't that nice of me? I'm like, all right. I mean, and then like the, in, the intense eye contact she was yeah. having like the entire time with these little kids. And it's a uh, it's her son and the cousin. I love when she would just talk and just stop. Yeah. Just hold her hands up like something yeah. happened that's going to change the world. I don't know if she was a good actress or so bad that it just worked. I think she was just so bad at work. <laughs> <laughs> and like not to hate i'm not an actor like yeah, i mean you know I it's to criticize definitely an early 80s horror, 80s horror yeah. actress <laughs> you're not expecting brad pitt or jennifer lawrence in yeah. these movies um it is crazy though because you know um i didn't watch the trailer maybe i should start watching trailers too um because then you can kind of see like what people anticipated with it i'd never seen this before uh -huh. i know you've probably seen it a couple more times than yeah. i um I didn't spend too, too much time in my youth on 80s slashers. You should watch the trailer. It's always good watching these older movies yeah. trailers. I need to. I yeah. think that would add a bit of fun to the podcast yeah. because it adds like, oh, these are what the people were expecting and this is what they got. Whereas I just watched it and was like, oof. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is what this I got. Is, <laughs> this is what was presented to me. Um, it's, you know, it's it's definitely, it's your average camp. You know, it's, it's obviously in... When this movie came out, 83. Three. So there's already been camp slashers yeah. that were done crazily good. I love a good 80s camp slasher. You're a big camp. Is there a reason? Is it just because of Friday the 13th? Or have, is it, I've never been to camp in my life. I've never I, been to an actual camp. I think I always wanted to. You know, and deep just down, maybe the, both of us this, the, We do. The, the, the setting of just... <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> just being outside. Yeah. 
All the time. Amongst your peers. Hanging out. You know. Having a good time. Becoming young adults. A teenager got like the Judy chick running around. Yeah. Dude. Good time. She looked like she was 35 years old, though. Yeah. There was, there's some interesting casting calls made. Yeah, I know. That's the thing we always bring up, these 80s We movies. always bring it up where it's like there's kids that are adults. But she <laughs> looked like she was in her mid or like legit. Yeah. Look old as shit. Also, the amount of... There's a lot of hair, too. A lot of hair. And also the, um, the, the lack of clothing that the men were wearing in this movie was just at an all-time high. <laughs> Those shorts? Dude. They're like... Three and a half, four inch inseams, like they at, were br- at most. Br- like the one of the camp counselor, the really buff dude. Yeah, you just see his dick. He like, ha- he had just, when he, when he had those red, those, yeah, the like, red shorts. <laughs> I was like, yo, like he might as well be naked. Yeah, that dude. Like, this just, dick is out. It's just there, and he's like in charge of all these kids. I'm like, dude, he's got this bro tank. He's just he's buff as shit. Like he's yeah. a. He's a good looking, like as far as like in shape, but yeah. then you're just like, there's a dick. And he's wearing <laughs> so, a yeah. medium tank top. Medium tank top with extra small lady shorts. Yeah. Like it's not with even the little, just on the little side. slit on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm happy you noticed that too, because I was going to feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm the only one mentioning it's that. It's hard to not notice On it. this. But yeah, it was, it's an, it, you get the whole, and then there's like, um, so you, you're, you get, I think it builds up the dynamic of, Who's shitty, who's decent, yeah. and who's who pretty pretty quickly out the gate. So like I had mentioned already, there's a lot of this like 80s bullying going on throughout the entire movie, which uh, you're going to expect. If you're sensitive to that, like then be warned, I guess. But like, eh, it's kind of tricky uh, because that I honestly feel like that's how it was back then. I don't think it was over-dramatized. I wasn't around in the 80s. I wasn't. But... It's too common in all, all of these movies for it to be just made up. Yeah. So yeah. you you definitely have like the the coming of age, but then you have the two main main yeah. characters. The literal coming of age. Yeah. <laughs> um and then like what's crazy is like so me and Jake were talking about this before and I'm gonna try to be as uh proper as possible. But there's a an extremely, extremely creepy uh, head chef, head cook guy. 15 minutes into it. 15 minutes into this. I see my voice just cracked because of how uncomfortable <laughs> this made me. Dude, he is watching this group of kids. Kids run into a camp, and he's, like, saying some very uncomfortable, vulgar shit. Well, like, bald chickens or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said it. I'm just I'm just here for the content. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was crazy because I was like, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, the fact that Rush Hour needs, I've mentioned this before, Rush Hour needs a warning at the beginning know. of these movie, at their movies now because of, like, the racial connotations between, yeah. like, the characters and how, like, it was back in the 90s. But, like, this came out in 83. I didn't have a single warning it's about just to go. creepiness. You know what you're getting into. And, I mean, granted, that guy gets what's coming to him very soon thereafter, which is cool. Like, five minutes later. Yeah, barely. Yeah, it, it's pretty quick. Because uh, you get that all the he the um the main little boy character takes his cousin who's a female to her cabin and then you start to see some of the bullying. He realizes the girl he likes doesn't like him anymore. So you it is painting the whole camp uh, dynamic of like yeah. who's gonna be who. And then they they go to eat and the girl's not eating and they're like, "Yo, you need to eat. How about I take you back to the cook and he's gonna like show you." And I was like, "Well, 
might not want to do that because <laughs> he's kind of creepy. Yeah, and then he, the dude that's like running the camp is also kind of weird. The guy on the cigars? Yeah. Older guy? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. He, um, yeah, he was. Uh, he's just a, he just doesn't want to lose his money. He wants his money. And was, speaking of the chef, so the other chef, the black chef, Ben. Yeah. I was wondering why his voice sounded so It familiar. did sound very familiar. You know who he is? Mm-mm. He is James Earl Jones' father. What? Yeah. James Earl Jones. Yeah. The voice of Darth Vader. Yeah. That's his dad? Mufasa. Yeah, that's his dad, yeah. Get the fuck. You know, I thought that, because, like, if you watch, uh, if you watch the Sandlot, James Earl Jones' character looks very kind of similar yeah because it's his fucking dad yeah that's crazy that's his dad yeah holy shit his voice did sound familiar and he looks like a jones yeah a younger i know but older older version of him yeah <laughs> well for us now a younger version it is yeah that's weird that the dad is a younger yeah. version of the james earl jones we know that's crazy yeah how'd you find that out you look it up uh, are you uh, like who does this guy well, remind me of yeah yeah because yeah. i googled um James Earl Jones' dad. I don't think that's got to be his dad. Oh, know. you looked up. You figured it out without. Yeah, I was like, that voice sounds true for me. That's got to be his dad. So oh. I looked it up and his dad. Yeah. So you didn't just like IMDB it and then start clicking. No. You looked up James Earl Jones' dad. Yeah. Oh, and I just put in sleepaway camp to see if it would connect. And that's, it did. That's pretty. And it showed that scene of them in the kitchen. I was like, that's got to be him. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, because I thought that dude sounds like Mufasa. <laughs> it does yeah yeah what? it does yeah and Lion yeah. King such a good movie that's one of my favorites yeah, sure. let's go ahead and talk about Disney for a little bit as a kid oh since you insist yeah, so there's certain it. scenes of that movie <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's a little more comfortable than this one there are um, movies real quick that are ingrained no, like I'm looking something up in your mind mm-hmm. for me it's two movies Toy Story Lion King and Jurassic Park. That's lame. How is that lame? Because Lion King is decent, but fucking Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park is the greatest movie of all time. It's not. It really is. It really isn't. It is. It's not. It is. It's 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 not actually. I've seen Jurassic Park maybe like <laughs> a thousand times, maybe. That's not even like an exaggeration. Doesn't mean it's perfect. But it is though. The effects hold up. The acting great mm-hmm. come on now dude i'm just saying that uh it's it's a good movie okay i'll give you that it's a good movie but i can't say that it's but that's like it reminds me of my childhood kind of as a kid i remember my dad telling me this not too long ago that i would watch this shit out of jurassic park all the time just for no reasons i'm always watching it you're always watching Jurassic When's the last time you watched Jurassic Park? Last week. Jesus Christ, I know. I, I love that movie. What is wrong with you? It's a good movie. No, it's a fine movie, but it's not something that like you need to watch all the time. Yeah, it is. I mm. reference Jurassic Park all the time, too. Mm, there it is. I found it. All right. What? Um, that, so on, <laughs> I, I want, I, I'm going to let you continue with your Jurassic Park bullshit. Because um, if, if you guys go back to this amazing amazing episode that we covered on the J squared horror podcast. Here. I'm not saying it's uh, a horror about jaws. Movie. I'm um, just saying it's a good movie and I would reference it. So my daughter, Jayla was younger. I would always say to her, if she was to pick up something, 
I'd ask her if it was heavy or not. And if she said yes, I'd say, that means it's expensive, put it back. From Jurassic Park. And I think now she still doesn't get that reference. But I don't get that reference. All right. <laughs> what part of Jurassic Park is that from? I'm glad you asked. So it's the scene where... <laughs> So Why right right before park? the T Rex comes out of the gate, yeah. when they're sitting in the I think it's a Ford Explorer, when they're sitting there, it's the the lawyer, the boy Tim, and his sister. They're sitting there. He has the goggles, he puts them on. The guy asks him, Where'd you get them from? I found them in the back. He asked him, Are they expensive? Yeah. That means are they heavy? Yes. That means they're expensive. Put them back. Nice. Thank you for that. If you guys, if you guys want, we're we're starting the J squared horror Jurassic. We're starting the J squared Jurassic podcast in like a month. That would be a daily podcast. So you guys just prepare yourselves. We're only going to talk about the first one. That's all you need. Over and over and over again. Yeah, Lost World not that good. Anything post that, don't fuck with. But that first one, ooh, classic. All right, go ahead. It's. <laughs> I'm happy we got that out of the way. I'm happy that you had that moment with our fans and yourself. I think you guys could all grow a lot closer now um this movie i don't even know how we got to that point i can't i can't remember the connection i'll remind you so uh we mentioned james Earl jones dad oh james Earl jones dad king lion so early 90s early 90s no we went disney we didn't even go early 90s i went disney and then you started talking about jurassic i never mentioned the word disney i did didn't hear it you did I can confirm it on the shit. No, I don't believe that. Whatever. But go ahead. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting sidetracked. We are are just, we are an angry married couple (laughs) right now that just doesn't want the other one to say anything. Yeah. You never listen to me. You just just (laughs) shut up. (laughs) I don't care what you have to say. I don't care about what you like. That's not the point. That's being the host of the podcast. You just hear unanimously <laughs> hate it. It is what it is, man. All right. So there's this funny, this crazy. I want to know. Hey, we're not there yet, but just remember this for later. Okay? okay. In the IMDB, right? Okay. There's a line written by Drew. I don't know who Drew is. Okay. But he says the disclosure of the murderer's identity is one of the most shocking climaxes in the history of American cinema. Oh, wow. Whoa. Which I believe. This That's true? I feel like it. Level, we'll get there. I'm happy that you feel that way because it'll give us some shit at the end of the episode. Yeah. Towards the end of the episode. But okay. remember that line. I will. All right. Because I can think of like 10,000 others. But yeah. So, back to where we were. Jurassic Park. No, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sleepaway Camp, 1983. Um, Excuse me. There's those cocktails in a can that got (laughs) (laughs) Um, this. uh, So, yeah, you have the bullying and the sister, the cousin. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, creepy cook guy. All right, there we go. That's where I was at. Uh, They take her back to... um, Man, we just went around. Man, we're um, into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they take they they bring her back because they're like, "Hey, can you make her some like ice cream sundae or something?" She's not eating anything. Everybody knows she's kind of weird. I think some people know what happened to her family or not. So she's the the missing the it survivor. Took her an hour to talk. That's fine. Like you don't have to talk. I don't know why people are being so mean to somebody that's quiet. Like 
If you talk too much, you get in trouble. But if you're quiet, you also get if in trouble. If someone asks you a question. Just sit there and stare and, at them. And you just stare at them like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? So, yeah. I mean, I get that to an extent. But at the same time, it's like, mm, let her just be herself. Like, you don't want to poke the weird ones because what happens ultimately happens. Which could have been from that. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying. Okay, you don't right. want to poke the bear. But you get her in the thing, and it's like, okay, it's just getting kind of weird. There's an, a belt being undone in a cooler with a kid and an adult. And you're like, whoa, I hope this isn't going where it's going to go. But then the uh, cousin runs in, and he's like, what are you doing? And then he gets fucking like, slammed he into a shell. Shit up and kid. just shaking baby syndrome to him. <laughs> fucking bad. And it's like you shouldn't laugh about it. Once again, this is a movie, guys. Yeah, yeah. This is all cinema. It's not real. Uh, even though it's fucked up, it's not Although the he point. Really, he really did shake He did shake guy. the shit out of him. <laughs> I don't know how the little kid actor made it any much further in this movie. Um, and then uh, they get out of that situation. And it's like, all right. Uh, then, like, there's, there's, a, there's a really uncomfortable dynamic because this movie did come out in 1983 uh, amongst, like, everyone. There's, like, a racial connotation in here. There's, like, creepy, like, older people versus young. It's it's a very uncomfortable-feeling movie sometimes. <laughs> and you just kind of have to, like, turn off your 2023 mindset. Yeah, deal with it. And ju- it's a movie. Just watch it. A long time ago. Just laugh at it. Laugh. It's it, it To an extent. Be uncomfortable. Yeah, just be uncomfortable and laugh. Uh, but, yeah, it's, like, it's crazy because that ends up being the first kill, correct? Correct, yeah. So, yeah. That, okay, so now it's painting the picture of maybe who's going to get got. And you're like, okay, there's only two people that it could probably be if that person's going to be attacked. And I feel like I know who it was. Like you legitimately knew who it was or you thought you knew who it was? I feel like I legit knew who it was. Okay. Yeah. So, he gets boiled, basically. Well, no, I think he lives. He doesn't die. Well, I mean, it's the first attack. Okay. I will say that. Yeah. But he gets a a pot of boiling hot water dumped on him. Didn't have to happen either. Didn't. But it was good. It was it was done well. I agree. Minus the constant fucking screaming. I mean, you're you're, you're Yeah, fine. but I don't I don't need I don't need that in the movie. My TV was kind of loud and I was like, "Okay, I get it." But it looked it I don't know who the SF the FX makeup uh, was but it, it did look good it gave me savini vibes so i was i was stoked on it it um, did look it very looked good very good i mean blisters and just like burnt skin it looked it looked crazy cool yeah. and this is the first one you get so you hear us say that a lot on the podcast like where do the kills start versus where they end up do they keep a consistent basis i think throughout time we're kind of finding our own ways to kind of break down uh shit and i think it is cool that like you can witness like Certain kills, do they get better? Do they get worse? Yeah. So with that being said, how do you feel? After that to the final, like how do you just feel like across the board they did with kills? They were all good. They were all very well done. Off screen, on screen. Yeah. Crazy makeup, crazy non-makeup. Yeah. But even when you didn't get like crazy makeup for the kill, you would get crazy makeup for the corpse, which is cool. Like I'm a-okay with that. If you don't want to spend all the time showing like the knife actually go into the skin, but then you show like a mutilated body later like that's cool well if the girl meg 
That's what that's that's that what's playing in my All head. You, see you just is get like the, the knife through the wall. You get the her reaction, like psycho vibe. Yeah, then you see it afterwards. Then she's just, just perfectly fucking. split down the spine. Drove that shit right through her. And then so throughout the movie, you're basically after that boiling pot scene where the shitty head chef guy, like that almost didn't even feel like a kill. You know, like horror kills usually like you feel bad, or you're like, oh no, why well, did they die? Well, like these are shitty shit, people. So, yeah. That are dying right now. Then there's another bully. He gets got in the boat. Oh, yeah. Which was great. Yeah. The Once again, doesn't show too much. Shows like a little upside down boat rocking action. But then they find the body and it's like, whoa. It had been eaten up by crabs. Snake coming out of the mouth. It It looked crazy good. The actor that found him played scared very well. Yeah. And it's, you know, the... <laughs> the acting isn't superb, but the acting isn't horrible. It is very on key to 80s slashers. Some of the acting is bad when it comes like the kids. Yeah, but they're kids. You can only expect no a group of kids to act so well. You're getting paid. We don't know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they could have literally been like grandkids of the director. They're like, get out there. <laughs> You're getting get free act. labor. <laughs> And there weren't rules back then. What I love about this movie is there's so many iconic scenes from it, and it's such a so many quotes from it. So one quote that stuck out to me was from the baseball scene. So they're playing baseball. <laughs> you guys remember my rant about unathleticism last week? Yeah, it was well, pretty bad. We're the same here. So when I guess one of the bully characters tells the cousin Ricky, he says. Eat shit, Ricky. Eat shit and die. Yeah, eat shit, Ricky he says, and die. eat shit and die, yeah. And what did Ricky say back to him? He says, eat shit and live. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's like the gra- that's like when your mama came out. Like yeah. That's like the greatest comeback you could ever have to that statement right there. But imagine having to eat shit and like, Just still eat live shit and die. That. Okay. Well, how about you eat shit and live? <laughs> it was great. Like that, that, was so good. that kid was the best part of the movie. That... I agree. Yeah, that main he was very good. boy, his his rage, his his compassion, his anger towards other campers, like it was just it worked to the plot very well. It did. My question is Felicia Rose or whatever the fuck this little girl who we've met, older, way older now, yeah. uh, been in a plethora of horror movies. She's the type that like you. She was typecasted at that age, and that's. That's the that was the highlight of her career. She's been chasing it since. Yeah, which is crazy to me, because if you watch this movie, you'll know. <laughs> and I would never be in another movie ever again, nor put my name on this movie. So, I don't think she's even in the sequels. Probably not. But also, I had a question. Yeah. When you see this girl, uh-huh. can't think of her name. Angela. Angela Baker. Got it. Angela Baker. Is Baker her last name? Yep. Okay. Angela Baker. It's also a Census Fail song. Do you remember that band Census Fail from back in the day? No, 2004, I don't. 2005? Like I don't super know. pop punk emo music. I don't. Yeah, no correlation, believe it or not. The song came out in 2004. And it was called Angela Baker something something. But it's no correlation at all. No. You sure? This movie, no. Wait, the movie came out first. Yeah, but if you look at the lyrics, there's no correlation. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if there was just an Angela Baker at that guy's high school. The Census Fail singer your I mean, high school. song is a pretty possible. common name. Yeah. But anyway, so I was, <laughs> this fucking sidetracks. Um, I was wondering, did Millie Bobby Brown watch Sleepaway Camp to find 
L. It would make sense. <laughs> Dude. Because, like, this whole silent, looking weird, like, small female Great type, just blank stares. Just blank stares, like, just being, like, super outcasted, super weird. Like, as soon as Angela Baker was in this movie, I was like, Millie? Like, L? Like, what the but shit? Only weird thing is, as soon as she starts to talk, she talks, like, just fine. Normal. Yeah, just like a normal. normal. Yeah. So, I thought, then just fucking talk then. When you get why, here. Well, I mean, we find out why she's so fucking weird. But, like, wouldn't wouldn't you go out of your way to seem normal if you are that weird? 100% you would. Like, I would try to come across as fucking normal as possible if I'm hiding the secret that sh- she's hiding. Yeah. You can't be super weird and expect people to not suspect something. It's just the way the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. Yeah. And, of course, in today's world, people are going to be like, well, you shouldn't judge. Like, we've all been assholes, people. I, we've all looked at somebody and been like, huh? Yeah. You can't say you haven't. Yeah. This movie's not for the weak, but it also shows how, how sensitive we've become as an entire society. Yeah, you could make movie, this movie now. <laughs> no! Well, I thought you could. Okay, so that was the thing I was going to ask, because we asked it last week. Yeah. I said, can we remake yeah. Slumber Party Massacre? And we were both like, probably. Yeah. Can you remake Sleepaway Camp? Yes. Yes! But you can't, I guess at the very end. Oh, you can! You can do everything the same, but instead of it being like a comical, like, 80s horror, it would be some fucking woke-ass movie about, like, survival in that situation. It wouldn't be a horror movie. It would be like a fucking superhero coming of age for a certain... No. Dude, I'm telling you right now. Not... Think about our conversation we had before. Okay. Last week. Yeah. It was 30 minutes of solid content that we probably can't do. Yeah, but it wouldn't be a coming of age story. It would just be just the exact same movie, but the reaction they had. The reaction would be completely different. I don't think it would be considered a horror movie is what I'm saying. Because of where we're at today. Because of where we're at today and that being like a good fucking job for standing up for yourself. You know what? Those people were mean to you. But not understanding your situation. But they didn't know her situation. Doesn't matter. It does matter. You can't just. We think it matters, but it, in today's society, it doesn't fucking matter. I think it does still. It doesn't. You can't just think assume about it, dude. It, 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 although you should treat everyone the same. I you should that. be nice to people. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but let's fucking 86 that idea right now. Okay. Because there is bullying and the outcome that we have. I'm telling you. In today's world, this okay. movie has a completely different meaning. I don't dude. think it does. If you dude. so you're at camp, some fucking <laughs> weird person shows up, doesn't talk, <laughs> you're gonna treat them the exact same way. Like shit. You're gonna bully them. Yeah, but I'm saying hundred percent. The way people would react, like the way To the ending? The the fan the people watching it. Not the movie. The movie could be shot for shot fucking remake. Okay. You could put Millie Bobby Brown in it. You could put fucking uh, all the kids from fucking Stranger <laughs> Things in this fucking movie. Okay. And it would be a completely different vibe because of the society we're in today. It's it's weird. Because think about it. Like, Elle is weird as fucking Stranger Things, dude. Yeah, and the kids that don't fuck with her because she's weird. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't fuck with Max at a certain point because she was kind of, she spoke and was kind of like a dick and kind of weird. Yeah, but she had the core also group the and the people that are watching it 
or the fans of those people that are weird. So you tell me, man, it's a completely Angela different movie. More of like a fan Angela base. Baker would have like T-shirts. Is your last name Baker? Yeah, dude, I'm almost positive. Okay. I didn't hear him say Angela a, Baker, a shy, traumatized young girl. I didn't hear him say a last name one time. It's just because I oh, you looked it up. re-upped okay. on okay. the right. synopsis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man, like you guys, if you guys watch this movie, I would like to know everybody's opinion on this because it's not, I don't think it's controversial at all, but I, I really feel like if everything in this movie stayed the same okay. and it was released with like, I think if it was marketed and released, it's crazy how marketing of a movie can change it completely. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I'm saying, imagine if it was marketed towards that today. This movie is not a horror movie. It's a hoorah movie. It's a you you did it. You got over on those old way of thinking fucking assholes. The only way that works <laughs> is if you know that going in, into in it. the beginning of the movie. So this isn't one of the movies where the end of the movie makes everything different. No. It I was mean, just something extra added into it. It, it is something it, extra, it, right? It, <laughs> it's it, a little something extra. That's a, that's a fact. It doesn't change anything. Yeah. It's literally the exact same, which is a little just, extra just, at the end. It's a little extra yeah, at the end. A little salt bay at the end. <laughs> but other than that, it's the exact same oh movie. Oh, God. Um... Yeah, it's so funny because, like, if nobody, if you've gotten to this point in this episode and you're like, what the fuck are they possibly talking about? If you've seen the movie, you know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, but I just, I, dude, something inside of me is telling me that, like, this in, 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 the, in, the, in the fucking weird world we're in today, like, this would somehow be a, a pro group of people movie. Like, I mean, fuck, long, I shouldn't say that, but I mean, it's, uh, as long as they keep all the same dialogue and the same quotes in, we're good. Another one that pops into mind is Judy, chick with the longest ponytail on earth or the longest side ponytail. Oh, earth. the side ponytail, yeah. yeah. When she like is like digging off in Angela's ass, yeah, and she says she's a carpenter's dream. She's flat as a board <laughs> and in need of a screw. <laughs> Yeah, so such a good insult. It is a good insult. <laughs> Flat as a board and in need of a screw. Then you, you do also have some, like, uh, cheating in there, I guess. Because, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't not, know how not that. Not really. Not really. She turned him down. Yeah, they're not dating. Yeah, they're not dating. And plus, she turned him down. Yeah, and Judy is, you know. She's a little, came out all bikinied. Yeah, she's out there doing her thing. Living her teenage life. Which Making out with boys in the woods. All of them. Even the... Did you ever play Capture the Flag as a kid? That shit no. looked fun. It did look... Uh, well, no. It looked the like... idea looked fun, but as soon as the next scene happened and they're all just like yeah, in the middle close. of what the, the fucking fuck yard. What the fuck is this? I'm like, where's the strategy here? <laughs> like, the only strategy that happens is our favorite character and the girl. The main girl character. Yeah. Because he's like, ooh, we're going we're gonna to flank him. I was like, oh, that's not a bad idea. Then you catch the making out in the yeah. woods and then she... Runs away quietly like eleven. <laughs> it's like the the doe eyes too. Like she just reminded me so much of Millie Bobby Brown's portrayal. Yeah, of she just 11. had. Uh, I know for some scenes they probably used the same scene of her just staring blank over and over and over again. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even fucking think of that. Yeah, yeah. But she I mean, it was very convincing to me. Aimlessly staring. Yeah, like, dude, are you gonna fucking talk or no? 
Yeah. What do you, how do you feel about the bumblebee pooping scene? The what? When the guy's taking a shit and gets attacked by the bumblebees. Do you think he would have died? Like no. that bad? No. So she slides a pole through the doors of the stall, and he's dropping a dooski because he lets it be known. He's like, are you coming? He's like, I got to take a mean shit first. <laughs> Grabs a magazine and heads in there. Yeah. And then she puts the pole through the door, breaks the, cuts open the window, and then drops a very average-sized beehive yeah. in there. And then he can't escape until he dies. I didn't know if that was a, a good kill in your book or not. Obviously, you barely even remember yeah. it. So. Uh, what no, was your, all right. Feeling it. So what was your favorite kill before we get to the, the, the crazy part? Favorite kill. I have two. No, it's a favorite kill. <sighs> all right. Pick one of them and let me know your second one after. All right. Um, favorite kill would probably be, uh, I would say Meg in the shower. Yeah. Favorite kill. All right. The Not second bad. one would be the old dude getting the arrow through the throat. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah that one looked, uh, once again, it looked very Savini. Yeah. I don't know if he did this movie. It gave that, me though. real, like, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, 13th yeah, vibes, yeah. It did. Like, honestly, the Kevin Bacon scene. Yeah. Like, immediately. Yeah. Which is cool, because it means it was that iconic. Which <laughs> I feel it, it was. When yeah. it came Probably out. Only three years after. Use something yeah. so similar. Yeah. Not that far after. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I say favorite kill is... Um, um, I, you know what? I'm gonna go with the 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 owner in the in the in the era. Okay, I thought that was cool. It was very well done, and you see it the whole time. It's yeah, very that's crystal what I like clear. About it. Like it's not one of those off screen. Then you find the body scenes. Um, so I give that one the upper. Yeah, the upper hand for sure. Um, and then I guess what was your what would be your least least favorite kill? Would probably be. Oh. Um, <laughs> Judy with the, um, How does she die? curling iron. Yeah. So do we know where the curling iron went? I would assume based on the <laughs> pillow being over her head <laughs> and her hands being up and her being, you know, a little loose with the guys out there. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. That's where the curling iron went. That's where I think it went. Damn. And I think we went to the convention. They mentioned that. You know what? I think they did. You're yeah. right. Fuck. Yeah. I was, I was like, you're right. Cause everything the over the, and then you still hear the scream. Yeah. That means it's not going in the face or head. Yeah. Where else would it go? Yeah. It's not going in your chest. And she opens it. Click, click. I was yeah. like, yo, that's fucked. And you're right. It does play into that whole, like, she's a hussy. That's how she should go. Yeah. Thing. I forgot that it was even a kill. I'm sure it's a pretty. That's your least favorite though. Yeah. Also, it's okay. probably well known throughout the, the movie or the franchise, whatever. Yeah, but the way it looked. Yeah, it wasn't done very. Yeah, well. I wasn't if, it. if you know, you know. But yeah. if you don't, it's not a very good kill. Yeah, I would honestly go Bumblebee, like the yeah. scene. Okay. Like I just, I thought it was too corny. Like that guy deserved a way bigger death, in my opinion. Yeah, he was I, a, he was a piece of shit. I agree. A bully too. Um. So then the I mean the most irrelevant kill is probably the one that leads to the biggest plot twist. Or as this as this uh, gentleman so so nicely put, the disclosure of the murder's identity is one of the most shocking climaxes in the history of American cinema. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm so happy I said it that way. <laughs> if you get to this point in the movie, everything's basically found out. There's a bunch of dead people. There's a cop with a ridiculously fake 
glued on mustache. So his mustache <laughs> was real at first. You can tell. When? Early in the movie. In the in the cut scene at the end where it's just him looking shocked when they find Meg's yeah, body. That's a fake mustache. That is in the that's like the quarter he, machine at Food Lion yeah. mustache. I think he must have shaved during the shooting. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Dude, you have another scene. <laughs> Or they like they they fucked up the film and they're like shit, uh, Bill, we got dude, you got to do this last yeah, scene. It doesn't make sense else. about it. Yeah, he's like, I'm already casted in this movie, and they're like, come on, man, just throw this on real quick. Yeah, throw this tape on. Your I mean, it's shiny. Right? It doesn't even look like yeah, hair. It, it looks- just it's just like 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 he put it on backward. Like they glued it on with the sticky side out. It was crazy looking. It looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, so you get this part where it's like everything's going down. Like oh fuck, somebody's the killer. They all think it's the one boy but then you find out it's not and then i mean do we find out it's not him you don't find out it's not him because in the scene where judy gets killed it looks like him they're setting it up to be him because he goes to the uh the the thing and he's like oh my stomach was upset yeah because when they I'm first here now to get a snack when they show who's in the doorway it's him yeah oh, yeah the lighting is so shitty you see his face <laughs> then the very next thing is darker all of a sudden yeah, <laughs> like oh yeah. What's the mystery on it? <laughs> you never know. You never know. In these early 80s slashers, what's going on? Uh, then she invites her boyfriend to the lake, finally. And he's like, damn right, I'm going to go. Then all the crazy shit starts going down. And then they hear a scream, I think. They hear singing. Singing. That's it. And then. <laughs> all right. How do we paint this picture? There is. Well, she's sitting there. There's somebody sitting there. Holding his head. Holding a, what looks like a body at that time. Not just a head. Yeah, it's so dark. I he tell. was kind of naked over this. Well, it just like, it zooms in on the face. Zooms in on the like face. Like he's like sleeping. I don't understand this next part. Not even the, not even the part. Just like, all right. So the killer stands up <laughs> and starts like. Breathing heavily naked? I don't know. What was happening with, with, with the mouth? That was weird. Yeah, that was weird. Never happened in this entire movie. Um, and you find out that Angela Baker is a little boy. Yeah. But you <laughs> you know it for sure. <laughs> there is somehow a girl's head on a naked boy's body. That is correct. Covered in blood. Breathing yeah. Weirdly, like a fucking with the mouth open, just just sitting there, standing there, and it's they leave nothing to the imagination for this scene. I don't know. I don't know how legally they got away with this scene. Maybe it was all prosthetics. I'm guessing they built an entire boy for her to wear. (laughs) I'm not. I I don't know. I'm not sure. Does it make you feel a little like you might be on a list after watching it? Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> it does. It's just a little boy standing there naked with a girl's head. And then it like flashes back and it explains that the aunt wanted a little boy and the girl survived the boating accident. So they made her him. No. no the boy, boy survived. Survived yeah. the boating accident and she had always wanted a girl. So she named her Angela because remind her of an angel. And then she also calls it by it's his name. And then it looks up. And, like, acknowledges it. So maybe that's why he was so quiet the whole time. Because nobody was calling him the proper name. What was his name? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. John. <laughs> Billy. I don't fucking know. Andy. Yeah, Andy's good. So that's the movie. 
That is the movie, yeah. That is the movie. Also, do you remember the, the random gay flashback we had with the dad? Yeah, so now that makes sense. The fact that that's not his or her mom, that's her aunt. We knew it was the aunt. Yeah, but it makes sense to why the mom was never mentioned. And that the way he reacted when he got killed out in the boat. Yeah, okay. It was, it was the two yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah, it was the two of them. Yeah. The doctor's coming. You need to get out of the water. And the fact that they were like. Why was that? Was that flashback needed? Um, like, no. Well, do you remember what happened to cause it? Like, what was Angela Baker? Angela Baker was doing something that caused her to flashback to that. And I, I cannot think, remember what it I was. I think her and the dude were about to make out. Or they were making out. Oh, it was when they were making. Yeah, you're right. It was okay, when they yeah. were making out at the lake. And that's yeah. when she turned them down. Yeah. She, she I guess it would also be two, two dudes. It's two dudes. Damn. Deep. Cracking the cracking the code here at the J Squared Horror Podcast. That. Look at us. Nice. Look at us. Never thought we'd be here, but here we are. Me neither. All right, buddy. That's the movie, ladies and gentlemen. If you watch it, you watch it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> On a scale from one to ten, what do you rate Sleepaway Camp from nineteen eighty three? On a scale from one to ten, Sleepaway Camp is an eight. I really enjoyed this movie. I did. I know you guys are going to say it's too high, that my ratings aren't very good, but you know what? What the fuck did he just say? But you know what, guys? It's good. All right? (laughs) Okay? Just watch it. All right? I'm not saying don't watch it. I'm saying watch it and put your own rating. I'm saying. If you don't don't think it's an eight, put your own. I'm I'm saying watch it too. If you don't put a rating, I'm gonna assume you all think it's an eight. Fair enough. All right, but I'm gonna tell you right now that I do fucking not think it's an eight. What do you think it is? On a scale from one <laughs> to ten, okay, this movie comes in at a five four. It is perfectly in the middle. It is it is not horrible. It is not great. It belongs in the middle with. <laughs> so many other movies. You like got it. an iconic ending. You got so many quotable lines. And it's a 5 4. You said 5 4, right? I did. Okay. 5 4? All right. I mean, it, if gun to my head, you might get a 6 out of me. Mm. Okay. But yeah, my gut's telling me 5 4, dude. Yeah, I'll stick to it. Like Jake said, you can't judge his rating unless you rate it yourself. Yeah, so watch it. Watch the movie. It. Watch if, our episode. Let us know it, what you think. Just rate it. Yeah, rate it. Comment. Yeah, that would be the comment for this episode. Your rating. Yeah, comment your rating on anything. So we're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. You can also go to www.jsgreathorrorpodcast.com, and you can rate and comment and talk to us there. Um, we would like a rating of this movie from all of you, uh, all of you fans. That would be awesome. On a scale from 1 to 10. Sleepaway Camp from 1983. Yeah. Scale it one to ten. You have to watch the movie and the episode, our episode, um, obviously to get to this point. I might, <laughs> I might do some fancy magic to make it happen. But I, I, you know, what? I did like this movie, man. It was fine, but I, I just can't give it as high as you. Also, you have slightly more of an obsession with these kinds of yeah, movies, I got so a soft I'm not spot even for that. Especially eighties camp shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm not that surprised. From the jump is a six. <laughs> Automatically, I'll give it a six just for benefit of the doubt. Um, just to cover my ass, to be so willing to be my friend and to do a podcast with me. Uh, but yeah, that was, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was my idea, believe it or not. Um, I, know. I did. I did pick this one again. Another uh, another older one. 
Um, I just have the most fun talking about these, and I think we bring uh, a con- I, I honestly feel like on movies where we talk about 80 slashers, there are there is no other content out there like this. I, I would put anything on that fact that there is nothing like me and you sitting here talking about 80s or it slashers. reminds me of the mutilator like we did that episode four i know four yeah. we're now creeping up on 80 i do believe yeah we are we're definitely in the 70s of episodes and yeah. it's just it's never not been fun talking about a movie like this i agree it's kind of we. I mean, originally when we started talking about podcasting, we were kind of just going to be an '80s slasher True. Like horror yeah, podcast we were, yeah. to like bring awareness of like movies that a lot of you guys haven't seen, or if you have, you, know, you haven't seen it in a very long yeah, time. Yeah, movies you've forgotten about. And that's the fun thing about our dynamic is he comes at it from seeing it 15 years ago, probably to where I just watched it for the yeah. first time. So we are you guys. We are our fan base. And I think that's one of the coolest parts about our podcast. That's conceited as fuck to say, but I, I do feel like that's how we're so different. Is that we're both not the exact same people sitting here being like, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. 80 slashers, eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> love them. <laughs> like, yes, I love them. I watch them. They're fun. They're fucking amazing. They're uncomfy at times. And plus, where else are you going to get this Jurassic Park content from? I mean, that and then the whole, I think there's a bunch of good parts of this episode. I yeah. enjoyed the fuck out of I it. I did too. Uh, any idea what we're doing next week? Um, um, I'd say Jurassic Park, but probably not. No, because you went on a rampage on the Jaws episode about it not being horror. Yeah, it's so. not, it's not fucking horror, but it is the greatest movie of all time. Uh, no, not of all time. Shaun of the Dead is the greatest movie of all time. No, nah, I disagree. Yes. So, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You guys are used to that. Um, all right, let's go through the thank yous. Thank you to all of our main supporters. Jeff Balance, who does our design work. Lucky Riggs, who does our intro and our outro music. Trademark Printing, who does our printing needs. I would like to also shout out Jake for being the world's greatest co-host in the world. Thank you. In the in the universe. He is the greatest horror podcast host, co-host. Ooh. I mean, I can host it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> He's, you're, you just bring a lot of a lot of fun to the episodes, man. I appreciate you as always. Uh, big shout out to you guys that listen to us every single week. We know you're out there. Comment along. Um, if you know anybody that would be interested, share it, man. Get us out there. Get the algorithm going in our favor. Um, this is the J Squared Horror Podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm Jake. You guys have a great week, and remember, it's hip to be squared. <laughs>